0: right now though stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration howdy to all this morning welcome to divas a care network i am joyce benning and i will be your host for this invigorating robust lifestyle show please check out our website divasatcare.com, and see all the other amazing hosts and the shows of women they are interviewing around the world I am just overly excited today to have a monthly returning diva, Lori Murphy, with me, who is going to give us updates on happenings at Sugar Ditch Stables. Lori, could you introduce yourself today and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Hi, Joyce. Thanks for having me back. Uh, My name is Lori Murphy, and I have a ranch in Northern California that's dedicated to helping children. Um, And we are doing big things. Uh, We've been here and working with kids for about 10 years now.
0: Wow. Oh, that's incredible. That long, wow, 10 years of helping children. Oh, man, your heart must just be bubbling over with all the experiences you have had with all them children. That is exciting. (laughs) Yes, it is. Oh, I could only imagine. Well, give us... You said there's all kind of happenings happening there at Sugar Ditch Stables. Tell our listeners a little bit about the updates of what you've been doing and then maybe go into why you are doing all these updates for the children.
1: Okay, sure. We are really excited. We have the garden in and all the the sprinkler systems in the garden area. And we have about, I would say about 200 plants going right now. And the park section of the ranch, um, I put in about 700 feet of sprinklers. We're putting in the lawn. Um, we're going to seed it so that um, we're supposed to get rain here in the next couple of days. So I'm hopeful that everything will, will grow great. And uh, we just got the landscaping designed and, and super excited for that. And and the reason we're putting in a garden and a park is not not all children will will be comfortable around horses because they can be intimidating. So I wanted to make sure that there's a place for them to play and feel safe and in gardening and in the park setting as well as the horses.
0: Oh, wow. Wow, that is that is just incredible. Now, when you speak about the children, are there a certain age group or a certain group of children that you are targeting to bring into the ranch to share this with them? Um,
1: it's any it's any children that you know or a young adult that needs some 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 peace and and feel safe and and just need some horse therapy or some just clean fun country outside you know uh, living type. Um, it, it's it's really to help the the kids that the rescue children and mm-hmm. I can't think of a better way than with horses.
0: Right. Oh, yes. Yes. Horses are so magical anyway. And just being out in nature in itself, it just gives you a good sense of feeling. It brings up your energy. And it's just its just a whole different level. I mean, I, I love being outdoors and outdoors all the time and with my horses and animals. And it's just a vibration from the universe that just makes you feel good all over.
1: <laughs> oh, it sure does. And I you know, I learned how to put the sprinklers in myself, which was, (laughs) I couldn't move for a couple of days afterwards, but you know, it's, there's something about playing in the dirt and and (laughs) with the exception of the next day when you wake up and and you're kind of stiff and sore, but, (laughs) but it's, it's turning out really nice. And it is, there is something about just, just being outside and you know, getting things planted and and moving forward. It's a really exciting time because it's it's coming out exactly how it's supposed to. It's it's turning out perfectly.
0: Oh, wow. Wow, that's incredible. There's a uh, higher divine that's helping you so it does turn out perfectly. Sometimes plans don't always go the way we think they should, but this sounds like it's really all coming together. Oh, that is just beautiful. I love that.
1: (laughs) It it really is. And the funny thing is I hired a sprinkler man and he came and he did the valves for the garden. And I have, I watch everything everybody does so I can learn. And so something came up that he couldn't come back to do the park area. So I just rented a trencher and and laid all the pipes and put on those. It, It was pretty amazing that I could watch what he did and then go over and do it. So I'm pretty proud of myself in in that aspect, but, you know, it's supposed to happen this way. It's supposed to be, you know, even if there was Mm -hmm. an obstacle Mm -hmm. here or there, it's still going as planned. So uh, I'm pretty pleased with that.
0: I love how you look at that because some people would have thrown up their hands and said, well, the guy can't come now. What am I going to do? And instead you turned it around and said, okay, I can do this. And what a feeling of accomplishment you have for yourself now that you did do it yourself after just watching him the one time. So there was a reason. The universe had a reason why he couldn't come back.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I believe that. But I did throw my hands up for a split second and go, okay, now what? But, you know, I just figured it's – it. Mm-hmm. You can do pretty much anything you put your mind to, and I'm really super headstrong. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but if <laughs> I'm told I can't do it, there's a real good chance I'm going to prove you wrong. So uh-huh. uh, that's just how I've always been. But it's uh-huh. it's it's a funny funny thing about me that's if I can't, then I'll figure out a way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of the saying. You remind me of if there's a will, there's a way, and how true that's- that is.
1: <laughs> Absolutely yes.
0: Oh how how good you took a took kind of a hurdle that came in your way and you made it into a positive and made it still work and you're going okay I can do this that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, you it, said you planted over two. Awesome! Oh, that's great. And that was in the park area where you laid your own lines then. So now, in the park area, are you planning to have all kind some different play equipment for the kids, or just kind of an area for them to just hang out in? Or what are your future plans for the park area?
1: Well, we're going to have a play structure built, and we have we're going to have a little reading section. I don't know if you're familiar with the little boxes that have the books in them. The. Uh, no. They're like little mailboxes, but you, you donate books to them. They're all over um, around where I live that you can just come and mm-hmm. help yourself and take a book and leave a book. And, and so we're going to have a reading area. We're going to have a play area. Um, we're going to have a little concession stand for them. And, mm-hmm. and, and just, you know, there's going to be a little path with different um in different trees and different uh, landscape and, and we'll have the, you know, history of the, you know, de- detailing what plant is which and what it does and how, how you know, it can help you, you know, medicinally and, and that type of thing.
0: Oh, wow. Oh that's, a, section. oh, that's a great idea. I love that. Along with being out in nature, you're also learning about nature too. You're putting another aspect in it, too, while the kids are having fun, but they're also learning, also. Oh, that's great. Great idea. Now, are you going to kind of do that with the garden area, too, kind of explain the different kind of plants and different of gardening and things like this?
1: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, show how each vegetable or fruit is grown and, and what it provides and, and. You know, just the, the time it takes for each, each one and, uh, you know, just, just the basics that, that a lot of kids don't know. You just, everybody just goes to the grocery store, but when you do it yourself, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's quite, quite different. <laughs> you know, I, I think about broccoli a lot and, and how long it takes <laughs> to grow one and, you know, you can just buy mounds of it at the grocery store, but it, it really, it's really, um, you, you get back to nature watching it grow. You know, and, mm-hmm. and and seeing how it's all all done, and, and it's a really neat neat thing for kids. I used to um, in our summer camps, we will plant um, on Monday or Tuesday because they're here all week. We would plant um, like radishes or something that's pretty fast growing, and, and the kids would get to plant each one and then take it home at the end of the week and monitor it and water it and, and and see the results. So kids are really excited about, you know, making something grow that, they, that they've done themselves.
0: Right. Oh, yes, yes. When they can take something home with them and take something actually in their hands that they have planted and grown, oh, how exciting. Oh, that's a great experience. And you were saying on the last one, you're kind of thinking of doing maybe two days a week, and that way the children, when they come back each week, they'll be able to see how things have progressed in the garden too. Is, um, yes. Is that still kind of your plan of having the children there a couple of days a week?
1: Yes. Right now that's it's looking that way, you know, just have um, an all-day yeah, – I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, envisioning, you know, groups of children, um, mm-hmm. like let's say on a Tuesday and a Wednesday different groups. So mm-hmm. then, and then mm-hmm. they would they could return and that type of thing. So that they could see the, the growth in the garden and and, you know, get to know the horses and get to, to learn, you know, on on different you know, I I always start with just getting them comfortable with the horses and then, you know, grooming them and, and just getting to be with them is is the, the goal, and, and then build from there. Each child would mm-hmm. be different. So, oh, you yes. know, like I think mm-hmm. I've mentioned before, some are really comfortable with horses and some want nothing to do with them because they're mm-hmm. some, you know, they've never been around them. So,
0: Right, right. And um, do you see, like, the ones that are kind of shy or a little bit, scared of the horses in the beginning do you see them warm up to the horses as the time goes on and they are around them more frequently
1: oh yes some of them you can't you can't separate the the love of the horse and and the child once they get past the the you know the little bit of intimidation once they Mm -hmm. get you know i can tell if they're going to be horse horse kids or not um it, you either love them or you don't. And, and 90, I would say 98% of them absolutely love them. And yeah. so it, it takes a, some, some are a little shy, but I never push it. Cause if you push it, it's, it's not fun. It's scary and stressful. So,
0: right,
1: you know, so I always let them go at their own pace and, and before you know it, they're feeding them treats or, you know, they're hugging on them or, <laughs> you know, so, it's really it's really neat that you just don't, you just can't push them because once you make it scary or stressful, it's not fun anymore.
0: Right, So exactly, exactly. So do you kind of start with them, just kind of let them be around them and start if they want to comb, groom them and just kind of do things like that? Is that kind of where you start before they do anything on getting on them and riding them? Oh, yeah.
1: They do a lot of groundwork. work. Um, they, mm-hmm. you know, just simply, you know, putting their hand up to their nose to smell them. I mean, some, some of the students, they just, you know, that that's terrifying to some of them. And so just really slowly, you know, they'll stand back and, and bend and stretch to try to touch them. And, and you can tell they're a little nervous. And of course, the horses know that, too. But all of
0: our uh-huh. horses oh, yeah. are
1: so, they they love kids as much as I do. And they they all know you know they none of them would except for Dusty Dusty got nervous one time because the little girl was so nervous but yeah. and and then Dusty's my blind girl so it, it takes each each student's different so you know they go at their own pace and some don't want to brush and by the end of the time at the the, the day at the ranch they are they're brushing and and they're so proud of themselves they have Absolutely. accomplished so much when they go ahead and. You know brush and and you know there's a certain way you go about doing it oh can you show me how to did you see how I did that can you show me how to do that you know that kind of thing and uh-huh. soon they're all over you know they're they're loving on the horses and stuff so it's it's each student is is different they are they're their individual selves so yeah it's it's a interesting process
0: but it's also so rewarding for them oh yes and rewarding for you I can hear Absolutely. I can hear the passion in your voice that it's just it just rises your energy levels are just rising as you're seeing these children come to these horses and they are communicating with them and becoming accustomed to them and enjoying what they're doing with them. Oh, I love that. I can I can hear it through your energy levels and your voice. That's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love horses and
1: kids. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Well when you were saying kids are intimidated, I have a lot of adults that are even intimidated. They'll see my horse come up and put his face right next to mine and they're going, Oh my word, you let that big animal have his mouth right there and I said, I trust him and he trusts me. I said it all comes down to you know your horse and you trust you build a trust relationship with them too. And it you have done that with yours so your horses know when you bring these children in that uh, you're right there and they get that trust through you is how I kind of feel with it on horses.
1: So true. It, you know, it's funny you mentioned a lot of adults. The, I have a sister that we were raised around horses on a hay ranch. And now when, mm-hmm. since we've moved to, you know, we as kids we moved to the city and now my sister will come out here and say, "Can they get out?" And she's terrified of horses now. It's really oh. sad, but she's like, "No, I'm, I can't be around them. They're too big." Can they get out? And if 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 she's comfortable enough, she'll go down and and maybe snap a few pictures. She loves them, but she's just intimidated. And you know, it's it's to each their own. But it was funny because I had one uh, one parent of some of the lessons I was giving. We have a horse named Roxy, and she's a buckskin paint, and she is the kindest, sweetest horse outside, just, you know, sticking her head out the stables. She The, the parent was a little nervous about horses, and she was standing there, and Roxy licked her cheek like a dog. It was the funniest thing ever. Oh, and <laughs> after that, she fell in love with Roxy, but it was, I had never seen her, our horse do that. And it was. It was
0: comical. Oh, that is too cute! I love that story. Yeah. That horse was just saying, "It's okay. I'm I'm not yeah. going to hurt you." Or she got a Yeah, she probably did too. She said she was probably looking at the other horses, going, "Watch this." <laughs>
1: exactly, and that's exactly how her she is. That's her. That is exactly um, how Roxy is.
0: She's a comical one. Oh, that is so deep. Well, you sound like my. They sound like my horses. I have three of them, and all three have different personalities. Totally. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. every one of them have their own, their own personality and their own little characteristics. I have one named Tank that he's an he's about eighteen hundred pounds, and he's a Gypsy van or cross. And if the hay delivery man stacks the when he drops the, the hay in a, the stack. I have to move it to put it under the the where I store it. But if you put mm-hmm. it too close to the fence, tank will jump up and take a bite over the fence and then jump back down. Oh, I have goodness. them sneaking oh, hay. It, it's comical, and they know because I can just holler <laughs> out the back and say, "I see you," and they're like, oh, "Whoops, whoops, <laughs> I, I got and caught." They're just, they oh yeah, him in Texas. They always they are they live to eat. That's all they that's all they do. So they they just. And they're chunky little. Well, they're big, but they just love to eat. And that's they they team up together. I call them T and T for Texas and Tanks. But it's <laughs> they they are silly, funny animals. And so each one of them definitely has their own personality.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, well, it reminds me of a little kids putting their hands in the candy bowl or the cookie jar and quit grabbing one when they think nobody's looking. They're like, nobody's going to see us. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Exactly. That is exactly how they are. And then when they get caught, they, they just stare at me like, oops. <laughs> it's fun. Horses are so much fun.
0: Yes. Yes, they are. Definitely. Well, when the kids become comfortable enough to ride, then do you have you have like an arena where like if... Families are going, where do they ride then when they feel comfortable to ride?
1: Well, I have a a very large outdoor sand arena, and then I have a covered arena Mm -hmm. also. So we usually start, the way I do it is we start in the round pen, Mm -hmm. and I never never let the child alone or the the person alone on the horse in the beginning. I've always got, you know, the, the lead line. And kids are really comfortable with that. Some will get on and go, can I do it by myself? And I say, okay, show me how to stop. And if they can't stop, then I say, then we got to learn how to stop. So we start with stop. We, our, our program is mount, dismount, left, right, stop, and go. That's when you're first on a horse. And so we get mm-hmm. that, we get that nailed down real well. And so we're in the, uh, in the round pin. Then we move over to the covered arena where you have a little more room. And then when they're real comfortable, we go out to the large arena. So it, it's in oh, wow. stages. Some kids can be in the round pen for six months. Others, two days. You know, it's it. Mm-hmm. Every student is absolutely different. So it, it's it's right. just the you know they have to. I have to teach them. They have to be boss. No matter what, when you're around a horse, the the horse has to know who's in charge. And mm-hmm. so if not, then it it can be bad because you know they they'll take advantage of that. But you know mm-hmm. the kids have to have the the um the control that the horse needs to think we're bigger than they are. So otherwise they have no idea, you know, the horses have no idea that they don't really need to stay in the fencing that we have, you know, I mean, they can get out, but they just know that, oh, there's a fence Mm -hmm. up so we can't go out. Mm
0: -hmm. They don't don't have the,
1: the idea that how much control they have.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. How you progress. I mean, they start in a, small round pen and then move to a little bit larger pen and then to the bigger outdoor pen. That, that's perfect. That way they have, they have, they're building their confidence in different stages basically. And getting Absolutely. to know the horse a little bit too. They're kind of learning who they do. Some of them, have you seen that children attract to one of the horses? Like they, they make companions with one of the horses more than they do the others.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and some think that because, you know, we have a pony and the pony is a doll. She, her name is Susie Q and she's mm-hmm. all pony. There's no doubt about it. I looked at about a hundred ponies before I found her, but <laughs> they think because she's smaller that, you know, <laughs> they're not, as you know, they're, they're less intimidating, but really and truly no. a pony is a pony. And mm-hmm. I had to look at a hundred of them for a reason. Um, but, you know, they, they learn real quick um, that the pony doesn't listen quite as well as the horses and the size <laughs> intimidation. So when they try the pony, then they'll move on to, you know, they'll get on Cowboy, which is my quarter horse, and go, you know, the size is a lot of the factor. They think that, you know, because she's smaller, they'll be more comfortable. But then they get on Cowboy, and he listens so well, and he's just up there always. As soon as they get used to the height, they're fine, and a lot of them will... Have a favorite, and they only want to ride a certain horse, and you know they'll bring <laughs> treats out to their their horse and that type yeah. of thing, but they absolutely do their personalities kind of match up with the horses
0: right yes yes i would I would definitely say that too. oh, that's awesome. What experiences you have had being having children around for the last ten years at different different stages and different times in during the week and days and stuff, oh man, you have. You have all kinds of experiences you could talk about with the children. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness, I could tell you some stories. <laughs> we have, you know, we have the homeschool program during the school year and private lessons, and then mm-hmm. we have summer camp, and that's all. Mm-hmm. Those are two different, two different, completely different programs because the kids in the in the summer camp program, many of them have never even been out to the country. None of them, mm-hmm. you know. I would say ninety nine percent of them have never been around a horse. I have oh, a couple wow. of them um, tank, like I was mentioning, the Gypsy Banner Cross. He's black and white, and they. I have I have had students, and even a parent, and I was just uh, in awe when the parent said, "Is that a cow?" And I'm like, um, "No, that that's a horse." <laughs> so, so you know, so I can get, I can understand the children saying that, but the parent was uh, yeah. threw me off a little bit, but and i you know my comment was not in the country much <laughs> no but but yeah so it's it's a huge thing and i and i always strive to the kids to leave here with a positive attitude knowing they can achieve anything but there's rules to life and you have to follow them and if you follow them you'll be fine you know so yeah. And that's the cowboy motto, like I had mentioned before. And and each of them get taught that, you know, then we have them recite it. And and you know, parents are pretty impressed with. It's a very simple, uh, simple motto, and it and it explains life. And if you follow that motto, then everything will be okay.
0: Yes, yeah, yes, definitely. Well, for our listeners that are going, what is the cowboy motto? Please share the cowboy motto for our listeners today.
1: Sure. If if it's not true, don't say it. If it's not right, don't do it. If it's not yours, don't
0: touch it. <laughs> oh.
1: So that's the cowboy yeah. motto.
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. And I see that is on your Facebook page for Sugar Ditch Stables. I love that. <laughs> yes, it is.
1: And and you know when you really think about it, that's
0: you know the three
1: simple three simple rules of life, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, fair. and parents, and parents love that. And and I'm I'm a little bit more. Um, I I don't want to say strict, but I'm. When you're around horses and you're here, you're gonna listen. You have to because mm-hmm. it's a safety issue. And I always right. tell the kids I only say it once. I'm I. I'm very. Kids need to be disciplined, and, and you know, and have structure, um, and have rules to follow. And the parents are absolutely amazed on how well you know they they listen when they're here not so much at home apparently but when they're here I, I you know it it's I say I, I say one time and then I always tease them and say I have duct tape and rope and the parents just laugh I say it for the parents and you know but it's really um it's really important the structure is very important and my sister she she helps with the summer camps and one time she says I don't know how people keep bringing their kids back to you. You're kind of mean because my sister babies kids like really, you know, like, Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Kind of thing. I'm like, okay, shake it off. Let's go. You know, you you Uh just kind of life isn't about, (laughs) you know, you're going to have real life obstacles and, you know, shake it off and keep going. But um, it's, I I think that all of the students at the end of the camps, you know, some cry because it's over. Others will run up Mm -hmm. and hug you and, or me. And, you know, it it is so, it it gets kind of hard because I get attached to these guys, especially after a week or some that come Mm -hmm. the whole six weeks, you know, so, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's a learning experience. And I've been absolutely blessed to have so many kids come through here. And, and I, you know, I can only hope that I've helped. Quite a few of them, and, and just in their everyday confidence, and
0: and and how they feel about the horse, actually. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it sounds like you have, and how rewarding it's been for you. You've given to them, and they've given, they've given so much back to you that they didn't even realize what they were giving back to you. So, oh, oh that's absolutely. awesome. <laughs> Well, Lori, we this has been a really quick interview. I just love all the updates you have shared with our listeners today. What are some final tips or thoughts you would like to leave with the listeners today? Let's
1: see. Um be happy. Everything everything turns out for the good, so mm-hmm. just keep looking up.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, that's that's a beautiful way to put it. Just uh, just the best is yet to come. <laughs>
1: it absolutely is. That was my next my next sentence. Not even kidding. The best is yet to come.
0: Oh, I love that. I love it. We are both thinking on the same path. <laughs> we sure were because we know the best um, is yet to come. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Live by the cowboy motto and the best is yet to
1: come. <laughs> you can't go wrong. <laughs>
0: That's right. Well, Lori, I want to thank you so much for sharing all the updates at Sugar Ditch Stables and a little bit about everything that's happening there and the horses. Uh, it was just fantastic for all of our listeners. And I just want to thank you so much.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me on again. I always look forward to it and and getting the word out there and helping children, you know, everybody, everybody, you know, can put in a little bit of effort and help and it's a better world.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. Oh, Thank you so much, Lori. And listeners, I want to say thank you for listening to this great diva, Lori Murphy, who is working on her sugar ditch sables for the rescued children and everything she is doing. Be sure to catch this interview. She will be giving us updates the fourth Thursday of every month at 1130 Central Time. So be sure and tune in in May on the fourth Thursday at 1130 Central. And be sure to check out all the hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. Share this with all your family and friends. And remember, have a fantastic day. Always be kind to all. And give your animals an extra hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram,